All right. Well, I'm glad you guys had a great Christmas, great New Year. I know y'all going to get back to school next week or back to work, whatever it is you do. Um, but yeah, so we should be seeing everyone back next week. Okay, this is this is weird because I'm used to the bigger one, but it's all good. So as you guys know, we if you haven't been here on Sunday mornings, uh, which we started this past Sunday and last Wednesday a little bit. Uh, but if you haven't been in the main service the last couple of times we've met as a church, we've been, we started a series called Fellowship, okay? Started a series called Fellowship, and we started it uh, in the English service, and we talked about it last Wednesday and the Wednesday before when Pastor Chris preached. But this year, what we really want to see in our church is our church really have fellowship with one another. But not just with one another, we want to see our church have fellowship with God, Okay? Fellowship with God, okay? Now, that word fellowship means this, okay? That word fellowship means this. Fellowship is a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with another person, okay? Y'all catch that? Fellowship is a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with another person. In the case of us as Christians, okay, that person is God, okay? For us as Christians, that person that we have a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with is God. All right? As Christians, that person is God. As Christians, fellowship with God is living with God every day. It is fellowship with God is breathing with God every day. Fellowship with God is sharing with God every day. And fellowship with God is loving God every single day. It's an everyday thing, right? Everyday thing. Fellowship with God is a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with God every single day. All right? Bless you. Every single day. All right? Right? <laughs> I was about to cast the demon out of him. No, I'm just playing, bro. <laughs> I'm just teasing. But look, seriously, fellowship with God is a living, breathing. Saeed, what's up, man? I wish that was awesome, dude. <laughs> Have a seat, Sai. You can have a seat right there. But fellowship with God is a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with him every single day. Here's the thing. Fellowship with God is not limited to just Wednesdays and Sundays. Now, so many people think that. A lot of people think that fellowship with God can only take place here on Wednesdays at church and here on Sundays at church. That's the truth. A lot of people think they can only have conversations with God at church. A lot of people think they can only hang out with God at church. A lot of people think they can only uh, love God Wednesdays and Sundays. They limit their fellowship with God to just Wednesdays and Sundays. But the truth is, fellowship with God is not limited to just those two days. Fellowship with God is every single day of our lives. Now, if you have that opportunity, why not take advantage of it, right? You have that privilege, that wonderful opportunity to actually have fellowship with God every single day. All right. Any of y'all ever heard of Enoch? Any of y'all ever heard the name Enoch in the Bible? There was a guy by the name of Enoch in the Bible. All right. Let's read his story in Genesis chapter 21. Uh, Gen Genesis chapter 5, verse 21 through 24. The Bible says this. It says, when Enoch was 65 years old, he became, a father, he became the father of Methuselah. That's a cool name. It says, after the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years. And he had other sons and daughters. And Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day, he disappeared because God took him. 
That's crazy. Y'all catch that? I'll read that again in case you weren't paying attention. It says, when Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for 300 years. 300 years, dude. That's a very long time. For 300 years, the Bible says he walked in close fellowship with God. Okay? Enoch lived 365 years walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he just disappeared because God took him. Enoch lived in close fellowship with God, the Bible says. And the Bible says that Enoch walked in close fellowship with God. In other words, Enoch had a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with God. Right? Enoch had what? Fellowship with God every day. But not just, he had close fellowship with God. If you remember what scripture says, the Bible says Enoch lived in close fellowship with God. All right. He walked in close fellowship with God for 300 years. That is 109,500 days. Sheesh. Every day Enoch woke up, he walked in close fellowship with God. When he went to bed, he went to bed walking in close. He lived and breathed shared, had a loving relationship with God. I mean, Enoch's life literally revolved about walking in close fellowship with God every single day. That was Enoch's life, okay? That's what his life was all about, okay? Now, here's the thing. The Bible says that when Enoch was 365 years old, this is crazy, it was a normal day, he gets up and he walks with God and he's living with God and he's just walking in close fellowship with God. And then all of a sudden, the Bible says that God just takes Enoch home to heaven with him. They're just walking, and then one day, Enoch's gone. Now, that would freak me out if I ever saw that in real life. But the Bible says that Enoch walked so close with God, and that there was a loving fellowship, there was such a close fellowship with them, that one day, God said, you know what? I'm taking you home with me today. I'm taking you to heaven with me. And that God took Enoch, to heaven with him. Enoch never died a physical death on this earth. Enoch never experienced a physical death on this earth. The Bible says he walked in such close fellowship that one day God said, you know what? I'm taking you home with me to heaven today. That's so dang cool. That's so dang cool because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Enoch was a man who walked in close fellowship with God. And can you imagine the joy in those 300 years Enoch experienced though as he walked with God? Like, seriously, can you imagine the peace in those 300 years that Enoch had? Can you imagine the guidance in those 300 years Enoch had? Imagine walking with the God of the creator of everything, okay? The one who created everything, and he walked in such close fellowship. Man, when you walk in such close fellowship with God, there is a peace about your life. There is, there is guidance in your life, and that's what Enoch had. He had such peace, he had such joy, and he had such guidance in his life because he walked in close fellowship with God while he was on this earth. Man, I don't know about y'all, but that's the kind of life I want to live. And you know what? As a church, that's the type of life we should all want to live. We should want to have a close fellowship with God. We should want to walk in close fellowship with God, okay? Not limit ourselves to just Wednesdays and Sundays, but every single day, we get the opportunity to walk in close fellowship with God, okay? Enoch took advantage of that, right? And so we should too, I've shared about a mentor of mine, Pastor Kevin, 
Um, maybe you know who he is. Maybe you don't. The, um, so when I lived in Houston, for those of you who don't know, I lived in Houston for for a couple of years, and I had this gentleman named uh, Pastor Kevin Kinchin, and he just mentored me, uh, taught me basically how to read the Bible, study the Bible, you know, all those things. Okay, things that a young leader in ministry needs to learn. And he spent three years of his life just investing into me, pouring into me. And he's one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life. Um, as he got older, he, got, he was diagnosed with what was called, what is called ALS disease. Now, if you don't know what ALS disease is, it's a disease, it's a very, very bad disease that restricts your body movements, basically. It's just, it basically slowly, slowly but surely deteriorates your body. It got to the point for him it was so bad where he couldn't really speak. You couldn't make out a word he was saying. He couldn't use his hands. He couldn't walk. Uh, as a matter of fact, the last several years of his life where he was confined to like a, a remote chair to where he could only move um, just around in a chair. He always had a breathing mask hooked up to his face. I mean, it was hard to see him in that state because the man that I knew was a totally different person. Uh, but the last years of his life, it was, it was a rough situation. One thing I always loved about Pastor Kevin, though, was he was a man who, the years that I got to see him and know him, and then after I moved back to Lubbock, he was a man that I had so much respect for because he was a man who walked in close fellowship with God. And when I say I mean that sincerely. Every morning he was up, spending time in the Word, spending time in prayer, spending time in worship, just living in close fellowship with God. And that was his main message to people. Hey, walk in close fellowship with God. Spend time in God's Word. Get to know God. God wants to show you who he is. Like, that was his heart and his passion. Spend time in the secret place with God. Okay? That's what his desire was for everybody. Teenagers, adults, didn't matter your age, he wanted everyone to have fellowship with God. And like I said, that was something that I always respected about him. Now, when that disease hit his body and it restricted him, um, it was one of the, the craziest things I'd ever seen. But also it was one of the most inspiring things I'd ever seen. Because now that his, hand, his hands were restricted from holding a Bible and turning pages, um, he still found ways to read God's word every single day whether it was listening to the word through CDs or MP3s or reading the Bible, hearing the Bible audio by, by audio ways, he was getting the word in still every single day, okay? He was still worshiping God every single day, even though his hands were restricted and, and he couldn't uh, write stuff down no more. He couldn't write stuff down in his journal like he did for so many years. He found a way to where he had this big old magnifying glass on his, like, uh, like his scooter chair. And what they did was they would connect an iPad to, his, to the base of his um, scooter. And what he would do is he would type with his toe um, things that he was learning as he was listening to God's word every single day, right? And then from there, since he, he couldn't speak no more, since he was restricted to speak and he couldn't uh, verbally preach God's word, what he would do is with his toes, he would send out emails and create Facebook posts and stuff like that to send to people and share on social media about how good God is in his life and how much God loves you. And it was just such an amazing thing. So here's the thing. Even in his horrible condition, he was still walking in close fellowship with God. And that's inspiring to me. Because let's be honest, a lot of times in, in life as believers or maybe you know people, we have no problem walking in close fellowship with God until something bad happens. Something bad happens is like, oh, we blame God. 
It's God's fault. Why is this happening? I don't want nothing to do with God anymore. I don't want nothing to do with the church anymore. We blame, we blame God for all this, right? And if anybody had a reason to blame God, it was my mentor, PK, Pastor Kevin. One thing I love about him, though, is that he didn't. He didn't blame God. He didn't curse God. He didn't get upset with God. As a matter of fact, it pushed him to seek God more, to have a stronger fellowship with God every single day. He could have easily said, I'm too tired to have fellowship with God today. I'm too tired. I'm too weak to do this. But he never made that excuse. He still made the effort to spend time with God every single day. And that, that always, I always tell people, the last few years of his life, even though he couldn't speak, taught me so much about being a man of God just by watching him and how he just lived his life and walked in close fellowship with God, even though his body restricted him, you know, even though his body restricted him. Tuesday was a year ago when he went to be with Jesus last year. He went to be with Jesus. And I like to think of it, you know, PK fit actually experienced the physical death here on earth but I know for a fact he walked in such close fellowship with God that the day he closed his eyes and he opened them man I know he was smiling like crazy because he was healed completely walking in the presence of God uh, probably running into heaven you know because now he can use his legs and things like that but I love it because walking in close fellowship with God that was his passion in his heart. He wanted to be so close to God and he wanted to share about Jesus. He wanted to tell everybody he knew about Jesus. Okay. Enoch, for 300 years, 300 years, every single day walked in close fellowship with God. You know, that's, that's encouraging because you know what? You have an opportunity at your age right now, every single one of y'all, it doesn't matter how young or how old we are. To have that same fellowship, to have that same connection with God, to have a living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with God. You can have that, okay? But here's the thing, like I said last Wednesday, you have to make the decision to say, yeah, yeah, God, I want to have fellowship with you. I want to have that strong relationship with you. I want to have a relationship with you like Enoch had. I want to have a relationship with you like, like Carrie's mentor, Pastor, Ke Pastor Kevin. I want to have that same type of fellowship with you, God. And you know what? You can have that. God is not, God doesn't uh, favor one more than the other. If you want that, you can have that, okay? And here's the thing. I encourage you to have that because you know what? One thing Pastor Kevin used to always talk about was like, man, if people knew what God, the promises that are in God's word, whoo, they would run to this book every single day. They would run and make the effort to be here. If they knew what this book said and what, what God was showing us in this book, oh, trust me, Carrie, they would be here every single day. They would cancel. They, they would want to know what this, they, there would be people at churches all the time, you know? They'd be people who would want to have close fellowship with him. Because here's the thing, you want to know what the cool thing is about walking in close fellowship with God? Believe it or not, there's actually benefits to walking in a close fellowship with God. There really is. There's strong benefits to walking in close fellowship with God, okay? One of them is this. One of them is this. Walking in close fellowship with God will give us guidance in our difficulties. Any of y'all ever had difficulties? Raise your hand if you ever had a difficulty. 
I know I have, man. I ain't perfect. I ain't never had the perfect life. I've never had things that went so smoothly and easily. I've had difficulties in my life. Every single one of us have have had difficulties in our lives. In 2021, me and my wife went through some serious difficulties. All right, like serious difficulties. And man, it was a it was a it was a rough year for us. We lost a lot of things in 2021. And in 2021, I found myself in our difficulties searching for guidance. But here's the thing. I wasn't searching for guidance from this person, from that person, or from what, from what, this, from what the world says. I found my guidance in my difficult situations from walking in close fellowship with God. Walking in close fellowship with God. I, I look back on 2021, and I know the only reason why me and my wife were able to walk through 2021 was because we walked in close fellowship with God and he gave us guidance in our difficult situation. See, here's the thing, young people, you're always going to have a difficult situation come up. Every single one of us is going to face some type of difficult situation. Bottom line. Okay. But here's the good news. Here's the benefit of walking in close fellowship with God is that God gives us guidance in our difficult situations. He gives us guidance in it. And it could be anything from a divorce between mom and dad. It could be uh, anything from going through a breakup. It could be any. It could be um, having trouble in school. It could be having f- problems with friends. It could be uh, going through different things. Whatever it may be, you can have guidance through those difficult situations because we walk in close fellowship with God. The Bible gives us these promises in Proverbs chapter three, verse six. It says, "This says, seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take." See, when you're walking in close fellowship with God, you are seeking his will, not your own. And I ain't going to lie to you, it's so easy to want to seek our own will, right? To seek our own thing, what we want to do. But when we walk in close fellowship with God, we seek his will. And guess what? He gives us direction and guidance on which path to take, even, even in our difficult situations. Even in our difficult situations, okay? Another promise in the scriptures, Psalms 32, 8, says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. The best, right? The best. Yeah, any of y'all ever use the Google Maps when you drive? Mm-hmm. Or the Apple map when you drive? Mm-hmm. I hate when they give me the worst route, man. I'm like, why did you take me this way when I could have went this way? It, those of you who don't drive, you may not know what I'm talking about. But it drives me insane. I'm like, you're taking me five minutes out of the way to go somewhere when it could take me like two minutes to get there, right? Here's the thing I love about God. The Bible says that he will give us the best pathway for our life. And he will advise you and watch over you. So here's the thing. When we walk in close fellowship with God, he will advise us and watch over us. And he will give us the best pathway for our life. Even in our difficult situations. I don't know about you, but when I'm going through difficult situations, I want to be put on the best path. Which, Lord, what's the right way to go? What do I need to do? Okay? Instead of trusting in my own understanding, instead of trusting in people, I want to trust God and say, Lord, I need your guidance in this difficult situation. And here's the thing. When you walk in close fellowship with God, that is a benefit from walking in close fellowship with God. Enoch experienced that. Okay, when he had difficult situations, he knew that he was walking in close fellowship with God, and God gave him guidance. My mentor, Pastor Kevin, 
He clearly had some difficult things that he went through in life, but he walked such close fellowship with God that God gave him guidance in his difficult situations, okay? Another benefit, and this will be the last one I share, and maybe I'll share the others next week. Another benefit of walking in close fellowship with God is preservation from falling. Y'all even know what that word preservation means? Basically means to maintain, to keep you from, from harm. Preservation means to keep you from harm, to keep you safe, okay? When you walk in close fellowship with God, God, uh, the benefit is preservation from falling. The Bible says this in Psalm 16, 8. I know the Lord is with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Preservation from falling. Falling into what? Sin. God will keep you safe from falling into sin. What is sin? Anything we think, say, or do that goes against God's word. Here's the thing. If you find yourself today living a life where you are constantly living and committing sinful actions, I question how close your fellowship with God is today. Because the Bible is very, the, the word she shows us that as we walk in close fellowship with God, he keeps us, he instructs us, he guides us away from those things to keep us from falling into that stuff. What did the scripture say again? It says, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. Okay. There's benefits to walking in close fellowship with God, guys. All right. Seriously, there is. Now, I just want to encourage you tonight. All right. As we're going to talk about this all month. Hey, walk in close fellowship with God. And you may be asking, how does, how does that work? Okay? How can I walk in close fellowship with God? Well, here's the thing. This book right here called the Bible is the best way you can walk in close fellowship with God. Like seriously, I know I don't know if I don't know if all of y'all own one of these. The own one of these, excuse me. But there's a reason we put these Bibles out for y'all every single Wednesday. Cause man, this book right here, it's not just any book. I mean, this is the Bible is God's voice on print. Okay, God's voice on print. It is filled with promises for all of us. Okay, this is how we walk in close fellowship with God. Y'all notice every morning. At 4 a.m., I, I think everyone knows this. I've shared this before, but 4 a.m. every morning, something I learned from my mentor, I wake up and I have that fellowship with God. It's the first part of my day. Every single day. Every single day. And listen, I'm not telling you to wake up at 4 a.m., obviously, but what I'm saying is this. You should make the effort to have a close fellowship with God. You really should. You should make the effort to have a close fellowship with God. I'm going to pray with y'all real quick. Bow your heads and close your eyes. I just want to ask you a question before I pray. and I'm going to let you guys hang out. Close your eyes. I want to ask you a serious question. Do you walk in close fellowship with God? In all honesty. 